Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit footwear for men and women everywhere. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Skechers. Good evening um, and welcome to the Long Run Show brought to you by 40 Runs, uh, the running community and our sp- uh, sponsors at Skechers. Um, head over to sketches.co.uk to k- check out all of the latest trainers, gear um, and everything else I've got going on. And uh, before I forget, uh, you can obviously use the code 40 Runs at Start Fitness as well to get 10% off. So um, they've got loads of deals on there at the moment, so it's definitely worth checking that out. Um, tonight, I'm here with Toby. Uh we can discuss where he is at some point, uh, Ben and uh, and Alan. And we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of winter training, um, what does and doesn't work and our thoughts on it, um, as well as just kind of generally checking in on, on what's going on. Because I was just saying before, I don't think I've seen any of these guys since Chicago about a month ago. Um, if you are on Facebook, uh, please do comment. Let us know um, what you're up to and uh, any questions. There should be a link. I'm looking at Toby, hoping he's going to post a link any second, which if you click on, <laughs> um, it should give us your name. But if not, please do sign off with your name so that we know who it is, because otherwise it just says Facebook user. I might do it in a bit. I, to be honest, I've forgotten how it all works. So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is going to be a bit rogue tonight, guys. Um, we've been left to our own device. Talking of rogue. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Talking of rogue. No, oh, no, my God. Here he is. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not very nice. I, I wasn't going to step in, but the the open was terrible. Where you mucked up the sketches bit, and it was just yeah. You could tell you haven't been on for a while. All right. Well, you you crack on then. <laughs> <laughs> can I take my hat off because I'm really warm? You can take the hat off. Look here. Be fair. I'm only just popping in to say hello because I've got to go out. I'm really busy. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, on Instagram, to be honest with you. Um, but I thought I'd say hello. Um, I've got to go and see, because I don't know if you guys know, but The Hobbit is uh, opening the New York City Marathon tonight at five o'clock. I've <laughs> never seen a small man carry a flag. So I'm going up to Central Park to basically hammer him. Um, right. So he's, he's genuinely, genuinely been given the honour of carrying the Union Jack at the opening ceremony of the New York City Marathon. I'm not no, kidding no, you. You might. No, don't joke, because that's... No, he's not joking. Seriously, Hayden. What? I'm serious. Yeah. Hayden is doing this. Hayden is holding the flag. The opening ceremony of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. All but the nations, you think... all the nations yeah. put forward candidates. Has he got a flag so they can see him? Yeah. Just so that <laughs> no, the thing, Honestly, I'm not joking. They've given him a smaller flag. I'm not making that up either. I'll send everyone a picture later. They've given him a smaller flag to carry because obviously he's only little, isn't he? So he's going to carry this really, really small flag so he blends in with everybody else. But I'm going up there. I'm, it's three o'clock here. I've just come back to the room. I'm getting changed and I'm heading back up there because he's going to be opening the Olympics. Or, well, it's like that, it's, it's the marathon. So that's what that's what I'm doing. All right. Well, before, because I don't know how long we've got you, what's it like over there? What's minute. going on? It's, it's crazy. It's The expo was mental in terms of, like, queuing and stuff we got there at 10 and and it was just queuing down the road once you got in there it was all right i would say the london expo is better in terms of uh efficiency and speed right i think berlin was between the two um but yeah the the place is buzzing we're just literally out there behind me is is Times square yeah so that's quite cool so we've had a bit of a bit of a walk around but yeah, the, the, it's buzzing. I mean, it's New York, right? It doesn't I sleep, so it's, it's 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 crazy. It's a bit cold, but um, it's meant to be warming up over the weekend. So great! I won't yeah, lie. I, 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 yeah, I didn't think I'd have FOMO, and then I saw your pictures earlier and thought, oh, actually, this does. Yeah, I've, I've not posted that many on 
Instagram. I've tried to stay off of Instagram today. Yeah, you're not letting people know where you are and what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I've done. I think I've done very well. Um, so yeah, so that was that. I've got to give a shout out to everybody who said hello to me, by the way, today. And we've seen some fans and met some fans of the show. So well done, everybody, um, for oh, making wow. it go international. Uh, um, so that was kind of cool. Have you seen Kafuzi yet? Or have you? No, seen I'm still. He's, 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 he's hiding. He's looking for a like no. face nick. But ben doesn't Ben doesn't arrive till tomorrow to eleven. We've got the the biggest shakeout run ever tomorrow. Uh, the numbers I I better not disclose them because Thomas will kill me. But I, I think it's gonna like literally stop New York tomorrow. Um, so that's cool. But so I I'll see. I don't know whether I see Mike tonight because I've got to go to a thing tonight at seven. I don't know whether he's going to be there or not. Um, but he's he's basically been avoiding me all day, which is not very nice. Um, and I just realised the funniest thing. We was in a hotel uh, uh, earlier. I was just going to pick some stuff up from Thomas. And as I was walking out, there's a geezer there. And Thomas went to have a chat to him. And oh, I didn't think nothing of it. Apparently, he's the New York City Marathon champion and the uh, Boston champion. I just walked straight past him. Didn't have a clue. Absolute legend that I am. So that was good. Added value wherever I go. Uh, complete Caused complete chaos in uh, FA Schwartz. Got thrown out of there because I was on the piano. I'm not going to be on the piano. And I think that was about it, really. Right. Behaving yourself, then, when you've been left to your own devices. Yeah. So I think I'll love you and leave you, really. I've got to get ready to go and watch a, a very small man carry a very big flag. Where, where are we meeting? So if you come up to Central Park, we'll mm. be there at five o'clock to the opening ceremony. In yeah, what part? Because I, I, I might miss you. Yeah, the central bit. I don't know, <laughs> do I? The cameraman's here. I, right. He's all going I'll call you when I'm the Central Park and let you know. Yeah, call me, call me when you're there. Okay, team, I'm going to go. All right. Take, remove me because I don't know how to do it without closing down the whole life. Good luck. Take Have fun, pleasure. everybody. Enjoy, Enjoy the podcast. Bye. Bye. Oh, I'm going to say this, and I don't think I'll ever say it again. It was actually quite nice to see his little face, wasn't it? He looks happy. <laughs> Toby's like. Even from the other side of the world, he's causing chaos on the podcast. I know. <laughs> what is he like? Right. Anyway, back to order. Where were we? <laughs> Yeah, where were we? Actually talking about something. Well, we now know where Toby is, but where where were the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in Essex. Um, anyway, right. How are we? Uh, ben, let's go to you first. How are you? What's going on? Yeah, good. I uh, got back from, did Valencia half the weekend last week? Weekend before last. So yeah. that was a nice, warm, warm half marathon. Um, and yeah, just kind of, on a bit of a wind down after Chicago and just keeping the miles ticking over, but not yeah. not doing too much really. So right. quite nice. And are you? Where are you this weekend? Are you at Hearts Half? Hearts Half, yes, for a few hills. Okay, which should be fun. Right, fine. And Alan, I haven't seen you. I think I saw you in Chicago the last time about a month ago. So it was. It was just just on the five k run, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. yeah. Because we didn't actually yeah. meet up on on marathon day. No. Yeah, it feels a bit weird, you know. Um, obviously, I knew New York was happening this weekend. Yeah. Um, but this will be the first major I think I've missed in either a, a running or fan capacity since oh. uh, uh, since uh, Boston. So I feel kind of yeah. What do I do this weekend? Obviously, I'm yeah. going to get the app downloaded and track everyone and shout out from afar. But uh, it does feel a bit weird. And I'm also in that period when I kind of know what's coming in 2024 but it's a bit early to go yet and i kind of you know, can i be bothered so running is 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 okay it's not got much purpose i'd say at the moment but yeah. there's plenty of time to pull it back so and i've got a busy december coming with uh um being a tour guide around central london with secret okay. london runs so yeah. been doing a, a few training runs and that's been quite good start to see london build towards yeah. the festivities so do you feel yeah. like it's getting busier as well, London? It, it, I suppose it never does. A bit like New York. I don't think yeah. it's at the same scale. But most of us have run around London at some point, you know, yeah. when everyone else is there. But I'm now kind of going with a with a, a guide's mindset. So I'm kind of thinking a little bit about health and safety <laughs> and the amount of people that just wander around in a complete daze, not knowing where they are, what they're doing. Because yeah. they're kind of just stuck on their phone, so um, I'm hoping I'm going out again on Tuesday with some loud music, probably the start of the Christmas playlist, <sighs> and that may just jog people because they're going, 
it's what's going on. So we'll see this week when my it's training a, run. A bit early for Christmas music. Well, I've got to practice. So okay. you, can't, you know, and, and it's a chant. I was having that debate about if it's November, am I allowed to play uh, Wham? Because technically Whamageddon doesn't start till the 1st of December. So I you're not allowed to play any Christmas music. No, you can play Mariah. No. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, she's on there as well. <laughs> but I've got, I've got to try the playlist. And I've got to kind of work out where I might be at certain times on the runs right. so I can get certain tunes. So it's all very technical. You know, it's kind of not just turn up, run and hope everything goes for the best. Try well, not this. like this. No, <laughs> nothing like this. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's been quite fun getting prepped and ready good. for that. Yeah. And Toby, have you actually done any running? <laughs> not really. <laughs> I, I, no, I think I manage about one run a week at the moment. I mean, but, it's impressive that you did more running training for a marathon that you didn't actually run. Yeah, well, you know, you do this stuff for your mates, don't you? Yeah. It's I the mean, fact that there were mates there running around the same bit who couldn't actually understand that I wasn't actually then going to do a marathon. <laughs> and they still weren't sure when we got there. <laughs> and like i was that mate <laughs> so confused on sunday morning i was like how are you running the royal parks half when you're running chicago in two hours time <laughs> it's amazing not... what ai can do these days <laughs> <laughs> it's not as surprised as hayden was though when well we got the timing wrong but we were trying to work out what time we had to finish royal parks by <laughs> to actually then phone him at a reasonable time but we got it wrong so what we thought was 6 a.m was actually 5 a.m <laughs> We were phoning him. I bet Louisa was happy. I, I, I don't think any of them are too impressed, to be honest with you. No. <laughs> we were. We were very pleased. Um, smug. All right. Um, someone just asked, actually, if you're... As Toby pops overseas for another 5K, can you let your, your fans know what you're doing this weekend? I can't really comment at this moment in time. But you are on an adventure this weekend. I think that's fair to say. I am going on an adventure. Okay. We'll leave it there. It's not all running related. But but more to the point, and Stephen C nineteen eighty four has got a very good comment in there. Because we haven't seen you since this um this Chicago trip, did we, Sabrina? I oh, know we haven't. What, what happened right. in Chicago? We had a I had a great time in Chicago. Um yeah, I yeah, Chicago's great, wasn't it? I did the best five K ever. I think it's the most fun I've ever had. I don't know. It's like you know when you're like, why is this so fun? But I I think I forgot I was running. It didn't feel like I was running. Because it was the water running station running? at two miles that <laughs> You don't get that at Park Run on a Saturday, do you? People handing out plastic cups. Or no. It was like, yeah, that was a bit mad. I was like, oh, what's going on? This isn't just Park Run. Um, but yeah, it was it was very exciting. It was it was definitely the most buzz I've ever seen at 5K. Because I think here, most of us, I think it's fair to say, don't really go to 5k races right you go to some 10ks in london you go to halves but we don't really go to 5ks other than parkrun which is phenomenal in its own right for its own reasons but it was that thing where we were like oh this is this is what the atmosphere of an actual 5k event must be like this is brilliant so that was really exciting and then obviously um i had a really good run on the sunday i i had a pb which was great um and yeah it was very exciting i think it was I remember being in the pen and the last thing Simon said to me as we're going over the line, literally like starting the watch over the line, and he looked back at me and went, don't go off too fast. And I went, yeah, yeah. And that was it. And um, I obviously went off too fast, which is exactly what was going to happen. But it was all part of the plan that I had because I just know what I'm like as a runner. Um, but it was pretty funny when I got to the end and I looked at my phone and there was a message from to- Chris to Toby going, someone needs to call her. Like, are you going to call her and tell her to slow down? Um <laughs> But yeah, so that, I don't think anyone knew. And Petra said that she's never looked at her phone so intently for four hours, looking at everyone kind of moving. Um, but I think, I mean, everyone had a really good run, I think, whether it was for fun or whether it was to run a time. So I think that says a lot about, about Chicago and about the course. And I know people have covered that already. So thank you, Stephen, for reminding us about that. Because we do move on from these things really quickly. But we have to remember that we train a long time for them and they are huge achievements. So thank you, Adam, as well. Um and Adam just said, did I miss the huge announcement that was due on November the 1st, the Rhino video tease? Uh, I don't think that has come yet, but it is coming. So um, watch this space. It is, I think it's pretty imminent. So I think the guys are out in, obviously, you've just seen that Chris was here a little while ago. He's out in New York this weekend. So I'd wait for him to be back next week. Um, but that is 
very exciting stuff coming. So uh, watch this space on that one. Um, before we kind of go into what we're talking about this week, um, a lot of you may have seen on the Facebook community that there was a post around uh, Stand Up to Cancer. So Al, I'll hand over to you because it would be good if you could just kind of share with the listeners what's going on and what the plans are over the next few weeks because yeah, it's something you really want to support. Um, I apologise now. I have to take it back a little bit because yeah. um, there is a backstory. The post didn't just come out of the blue. Um, those of you that kind of run with me regularly know um this year's been difficult my mum was diagnosed with leukemia this weekend a year ago um so i've kind of taken on a role as kind of key carer for her for for the last 12 months um and unfortunately you know um she passed away just after i returned from chicago got some really crappy news whilst i was in chicago which ended up making that run pretty special and it'll be one i'll never forget for that reason so you look at the the sadness and the elation and the emotions that were tied up with that weekend so so coming back and and dealing with the with the kind of all all the emotions that are tied up with with you losing a, a loved one it got me thinking what what do i how do i want to what can i do to help celebrate my mum's life. And she was one of my biggest fans, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone in people kind of having their parents really kind of get into it, particularly if you've come to running late in life as I did. And um, one of the things that happened in the last week or so is she got a massive craving for Chinese food. So she was in the hospice and she was texting me and my brother daily about, don't forget the prawn crackers, don't forget oh. the prawn crackers, don't forget the prawn crackers. Uh, and it got to the point where, in the end, we were kind of just teasing her about having a two-bag-a-day habit and stuff <laughs> like that, and having her smuggling them in through recep- past reception in case it was on the banned food list. So it's, it's all very kind of humorous. So I decided that I was just going to... So she's not having a proper funeral, but we're having a celebration day, and we're organising that with the family and friends and stuff. So I decided I was just going to go out and have the final prawn cracker run on the morning of her celebration day. But it got me thinking that I'm not alone. And I know there's you know, a number of uh, friends. There's a, n- a number of members of 40 who are in the middle of their own battle as we speak and are you know, bravely facing up to the, the challenges of cancer. So I reached out to a few of them and said, look, I hope you don't mind. But I've got this idea of kind of having a run and perhaps dedicating a week. And it's kind of just grown from there, really, in terms of you know talking to the likes of Hayden and Chris and Mel, who pushes all our charity posts, saying, look, I don't want to make a big thing of it, but it's turning into a big thing of just saying, look, I'm going to do something to celebrate my mum's life. I want anyone else that has suffered or is suffering or knows someone that's suffering from cancer or any illness, really, and just take some time to have a run and just celebrate their life and their support of you in all the achievements that you've you know made whilst they've been there as your biggest supporter. So that's that's the background. Yeah. Um we've kind of settled on uh, a, a, about 10 days worth of activity, but it's really low key. It's, there's no going to be fuss and bother, but in effect what I said on the the, the Facebook post is starting on the 17th, which is when I'm going to do my run. Yeah. I'm going to go out and do my 5k, visit the Chinese and if they're open, buy a bag of prawn crackers or whatever. Um, some of the people that have been part of my satellite groups in the past are coming out to join me, which is fantastic. Um, it won't be quite like the New York shakeout run, but there'll be a few of us going up Friday Hill. And if you know Friday Hill, um, yeah, it's quite quite challenging. And what we've said is, is find a space in your running commitments that week, whether it's a park run or whether it's through the satellite groups or just running with some of your own friends and just take that moment to reflect Um, because not everyone is as lucky as us to be able to kind of do what they want to do, which is get out and run at the moment. So that's the message, you know, celebrate together. Uh, I have set up a a Just Giving page because I know people will want to contribute and I've been blown away by the contributions already that have landed on that page. So check in running communities facebook page look for me 
there's the post and there'll be a link. And now we've kind of started to share the news. I'll put it up on my own Facebook page as well um, so people can donate. But really, I just want as many people in that week from the 17th to the 26th just to take that time out for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, however long, just to, yeah. to, to have a run and celebrate what they're doing and kind of share it with their loved ones. And if yeah. we can get, you know, a few hundred people out across the week, you know, I think we're, we're doing a great thing. And if we can raise some money and, and I talked to those that were have kind of, we kind of spoken to each other as ambassadors and said, it's really difficult because everyone's dealing with a different issue. Yeah. And that's why we chose Stand Up to Cancer because it's got a broad umbrella um, and it's a research organisation. So hopefully that money yeah. goes towards helping the future. And if you haven't heard the stat, one in two of us will suffer from cancer. Yeah. Cynically, there's four of us on that screen. Two yeah. of us are going to have cancer at some point in our life. And again, I think if we were to kind of just start doing a mental checklist, we all know loads of people that are there or have been there or unfortunately not with us because of cancer. Yeah. So it's it's a poignant time for me um but i'm hoping that actually we can take my sadness and everyone's um struggles and turn it into something positive yeah. that really shows what this community is about which is coming together to support each other you know yeah. we do it on an individual basis sometimes something will happen we come together as a group but this is an opportunity for everyone you know the 20 or thousand of us that either connect through the facebook group or connect through instagram or connect through the podcast to just do something you know for yeah. people that are struggling and and kind of want or not even want but just know people are thinking about them when they're in those yeah. kind of uh, hospital wards and when they're going through their treatment or when they're worrying about what happens next because yeah. you know that's half the battle it is the worry of not knowing that yeah. is, is probably the biggest fear for most people because the treatment out there these days is fantastic you know, I, I pretty much, I, I can't really think of anything I could kind of really criticise the way my mum was treated through the NHS and through the hospice. So I know everyone does their absolute best in difficult circumstances. So it was more about giving that thought, giving that support, and giving that emotional connection through yeah. the community. And that's it, really. You know. <laughs> well, no, look, thank you. I think thank you for your for being so open because I think in that people like you said the stat is one in two which is scary and I think there are a number yeah. of people you can even see the comments coming through around the world yeah. um, yeah. someone on Facebook about um running marathon and lots of lots of love um coming through for you as well and lots of people sending their love which is as we all we Thank all do it now, yeah, so um, yeah but let's like come Alan together said, that week we'll keep posting we've got yeah. a couple of weeks We'll make sure, you know, we make some noise and, and, and see where it goes. Yeah. And I think it's also a great opportunity if you haven't been to a satellite yet, but have kind of undenied or there's one relatively close to you, do get out to them that week because we'll be using that that space and that time that we have together in that in that sense of the community as well to, to really come together and to, to use that time. So um so, so thank you. Um we've had a couple of comments and questions coming through that we'll just there's one that I'll just touch on because I know a couple of you here have We'll probably be able to help. Um, Amsterdam Marathon next year. Toby, you had a great time there. Oh, you've, you've been as well. Any tips on it? Just kind of briefly, because I know that we'll probably get into lots of marathons next year, but I just didn't want to ignore that one. I don't know who that was, by the way. I can't see your name, but go on, Toby, you start, because you, you had a good run there. I, did, I mean, obviously, just do what I did. My best so tip. Don't train, rock up, run and... Hope yeah, exactly. Stay, stay at the airport. Let someone else manage your trip. Make sure you have a beetroot burger the day before <laughs> at some random bar with some green tea drink. That was brilliant. Uh, go to uh, Vapiano's and have an interesting meal. Um, <laughs> go to sleep and then just go and run. I'll make sure you're in the toilet queue just as you're about to start, but don't actually <laughs> get to the front and then carry on. Yeah. Apart from that, <laughs> is it? But yeah, no, it's a great marathon. Um, it is really flat there's, there's one sort of underpass really is all i really remember sort of hill wise um yeah it's brilliant great atmosphere um yeah i'll recommend it all right but it looks like right. you're already booked so i don't need to <laughs> um all right look let's get into it so winter training the clocks turned back last week so we are properly in winter now aren't we it's dark at about five o'clock um 
and there are pros and cons everyone will have a view on whether they like winter training they like summer training what they want what they don't want but what what works for us what doesn't in terms of winter training what advice have we got for people so I'll start with you because yeah. there's no point in going to Toby because he hasn't done any running. Um, so, he, might so he, might ta- he might learn something and then he can apply <laughs> that to his, his next Maybe training so. schedule. Um, where to start? Because it is it is so different. You know, if you look at the contrast between um, training in the winter, probably for a, a set of spring races, but not necessarily, versus training in the summer for uh, an autumn race calendar, you are literally, you know, the opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of what you're coping with. Um, and and probably one of the biggest observations is because of the darker nights and the, the weather, you'll probably find that your window for running and training is just condensed a little bit. Mm. Because finishing work and going out for a run at quarter past seven on a sunny June evening is a little bit easier than doing that in January let's be honest (laughs) that's not to say we don't do it but the motivation and sometimes the practicalities you know this week if you've been affected by floods your route may have been really kind of messed up and you can't get out we're going to have some cold snaps and therefore you know other adverse weather conditions start to to mess about with your with your kind of potential schedule And, and that can be quite disruptive particularly if you like to know you're doing intervals on a Tuesday and you like to know you've got your tempo run on a Thursday and then you've got your long run on a Sunday. If something comes along to disrupt that, that can kind of just throw you off course and you've got to be flexible enough to kind of manage that uncertainty. And I think that uncertainty is more likely to play out in the winter generally than it does in the summer. Then you've got the whole, how do I prep for running? Um, And it's all about, going out prepped and being comfortable and that's a personal choice you know I know lots of people their summer runs and their winter runs won't look much different you know they might have a pair of gloves if it drops to minus 15 but that might be the only concession whereas I'm already contemplating how many layers I'm going to have on tomorrow morning I'm at least at three and I'll make that final decision about whether it's a fourth layer when I open the doors tomorrow um and, and that plays a part in terms of being comfortable. Um, but then it comes with practical issues. You know, you start to warm up. Do you start delayering? And what do you do with the, the three layers that you don't actually really need? Yeah. And it starts to become something that plays with the head again. A bit like the, you know, you're, 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 you're not on your schedule. You're not on your routine. And it's something just to, to, to consider in terms yeah. of that, let's say, buggeration factor, if I'm allowed to yeah. say it. So there's two things just before you even get into should my training be any different um, because your body then will react differently between winter training and summer training. So there's a few to kick it off and uh, see what others come and we can come back to it. Yeah, thank you, um, Al, for getting started there. Ben, what about you? Because Alan just touched on preparation, but which I guess we all will prepare for different runs in different ways. But what about you in terms of winter training? What what works and what doesn't? I think I'll touch on one that's really, you know, really important and that I was going to bring up is the motivation element. You know, it's really, it's sat there. I wanted to go out today, right? And then just work happened and I'm sat here and the day went on and then I finished work and it's dark outside and it's cold. I was just like, oh, do you know what? I, I'm, I'm just not going to go out. So I think from a mindset perspective and that motivation, it is just remember almost having that, having the goal booked in. So, you know, be it if you're, whatever race you're training for in the spring I think that's something that works or that can work for you is is having a goal in mind Um, and then the other thing for me is using the opportunity to kind of get into the gym if you can or do some other training to to support your running so doing some cross training be it swimming weight I'm an advocate of yoga as as uh as you guys know I think I jumped on one of one of these uh, just after a yoga session so (laughs) For me, that's something that really does work. You know, it's lucky enough to drive and the gym's not too far for me. So actually, don't have that worry about what do I need to wear, things like that. Just turn the heating on in the car, off you go and you're at the gym and it's hopefully warm there. So I think that that for me, it's the motivation element and then taking the opportunity to try out 
some other things that can can improve or support your running yeah yeah good point um toby how about you do you find winter yeah. training easier or summer training i think it's one key point that they both missed right food winter training well obviously you can eat <laughs> but obviously it means you've got to increase your wardrobe isn't it you have to go shopping you have to get your winter <laughs> shoes you have to get your new tops and you have to get your nice long sleeves yeah i mean what what, what else do you want all right. What winter shoes? Are you going to update your winter shoes then that you've had for about 16 years? I don't Have they brought out a new pair of run shields yet? Socony. I do like my run shields. David, they're like, they need to go. They're as bad as the yellow them. Pro 2s that. I've still thin. got them as well. I might wear, <laughs> might wear them. So, um, I, I mean, I quite, I, I like the idea of the winter training. I think you can, it's a lot, of, it's a nicer season to do your sort of intervals and stuff like that because because of the generally cooler weather so i think and as you say most of your long training is done because the marathons have been and gone and you're kind of in that as i was saying you're kind of in that in between period of what am i going to do till i start training again in january for your next challenges in 2024 so i think that it's a great point where you can then actually change your training round and start putting that sort of the sort of strength and doing some heels where you'd normally get hotter or some intervals and stuff like that so I think that's the better place to put those kind of sessions. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I guess with some of those sessions, they tend to be a bit shorter as well. So if it is cold or it is a bit wet, you're not out for two, three hours doing those 18, 20-mile runs, right? Some people, it's four hours you're out for, which is a long time. So actually going, I'm going to be out 40 minutes or half an hour or whatever it is. All right, it's a bit cold or it's a bit drizzly, but actually you're not thinking two, three hours, you're thinking I can get in and out within an hour. So, Yeah, and it depends where you do them as well. I mean, if you do it, obviously we do with, with the club on sort of Wednesdays and Tuesday, mm-hmm. we, we do stuff like interval sessions around the Industrial Strait or up the valley in, in Broxwell and whatever. So it actually means you're quite close to where you start. So yeah. instead of, you know, you're not going out for a long run somewhere. So if the weather turns or, or anything changes, then actually you're right next to your car or your house or wherever. And you yeah. don't have to worry about then getting back. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Staying close, uh, staying close and local. Yeah, I'm going to chuck in another pro and another con. Um, yeah. In terms of the cons for, for winter training, personal safety becomes a bigger issue uh, and it ties into being prepped and making sure you are decked out in the high-vis, you've got your lights on, you know, either your chest lamp or whatever, that you're running in a safe place and that you're visible. Um, again, you can still do that and still be at risk. So you have to be a little, I think a little bit more aware uh, in, in the, in the, in the winter, just in terms of where you're running, the conditions underfoot and, and everything that goes with it. So that can put people off and that can play into the, the motivation issues that, that, that Ben's touched on. The, the upside of that is you can actually have quite a bit more fun, particularly if you like going off road and into trails and you like a little bit of mud and you don't mind getting wet and you don't mind, you know, going out in all weathers because actually, you know, getting out in the in the trails and into the woods at this time of year can actually yeah. just be quite. It's like being five again, isn't it? You, you're given permission <laughs> to get as muddy and splashing all the puddles. Um, <laughs> we've got a race we're going to go to uh, at the weekend in Southwold and you run yeah. along the harbour side. And, and even in like the driest, warmest November, there will be puddles so this week's going to be horrendous but it's going to be great because you're just going to kind of be forced to kind of splash around yeah <laughs> you're carrying an argument oh it's in splashes you know that's really rude but i go no i'm kind of where else am i supposed to go i'm going straight down the middle of those puddles and going to enjoy every moment of it won't be my fastest but it will be fun so yeah. embrace the conditions embrace the the, the winterness of it wrap up but go and have some fun as well, doing something perhaps a little bit different compared to, you know, slogging it out on the roads in April and June. Yeah. I think you kind of hit the nail there. It is, I think winter training is more about, and you say it's not the nicest conditions, but it is having that bit of fun. It's not it's not quite as serious. So you just go yeah. out, enjoy it, and do, do something that you, you wouldn't normally do. And I think it's quite different as well with the conditions, especially at the moment, like you've got all the winds and stuff like that. So actually it's harder. You're kind of pushing yourself that, but it's almost like resistance training built in. Yeah. So it's embracing the elements. I'm being well useful today. I am. I also think think there's an act like touching on both of those points, actually, doing something different and 
actually having some fun with it. Um, and your point on personal safety as well, which is hugely important. And anyone that knows me knows that all I bang on about as soon as we kind of get into September and October is just buy light. It's the only thing we never ask people or tell people to buy anything for our satellites. And we're not about selling tops and whatever else. But it is really important to to have a high vis or, or a light. But it's also a great time just to be a bit more social if you can be. So get out with groups, get out with your mates, go to park runs to so those places where there are organized events there are other people running in those spaces and you know you're not going to be alone whether it's a satellite whether it's just look there are people all the time setting up different events in our community um social runs all that kind of stuff so definitely use it as an an opportunity to to build some relationships make some friends and to get involved um running on your own could be tough and it can be lonely it has so many benefits in other ways when you're training hard and whatever else but definitely getting out with people um is a great one Ian, um, Ian Payton actually just made a comment uh, saying, does anyone have any thoughts about running in the snow and the ice, which um, will come at some point, I imagine, later in the winter? He said, do people use treadmills to supplement things to make sure any of in- any injury mishaps are avoided? Uh, Toby, you bought a treadmill, didn't you? <laughs> I did, yeah. I bought one. <laughs> has he ever switched it on? Yeah. Does it work? <laughs> yeah. Have you used it? It's blue. <laughs> How many times have you used it? When, what, what counts are you using it? Looking at it or actually getting on it, making it? Well, I don't think we're referring to it kind of being a wardrobe. How many bits of clothes I've waited? If you put a bit of drawing on it, does that count as being you? How many times have you run on it for its actual purpose? Five. Oh. Toby, that's a lie. You have not used that five I've times. I've used it about five times, something like that. Something like Probably that. Exercises. His dog on it. Yeah, yeah. I bet Milo's used it. <laughs> yeah, Milo walks. I just sit there, just let him run it. Um, it's a good, in. it's a good question actually from Ian because we've all kind of touched on it. It gets colder, it gets wetter. The motivation goes. But Ben, you just spoke about going to the gym. Actually, have you have you kind of got on a treadmill to to help in the winter before? Are you an advocate of just getting out on the road in in all conditions? Um, yeah, I'm an advocate of getting out in the road in all conditions, but. As we said, it is safety first. It is a safety first with that. I think you you've got to go. For me, if it's if it's snow, it's okay. It's not as slippery. If if you're looking and there's icy conditions, you've got to make that assessment. If you can be off of the pavement and into the road, but again, it it just depends where where you're living. And I think probably this year, if it does, you know, if if we get that extreme weather. I, I would actually go on the treadmill or, I mean, I've, you know, Toby's got the treadmill. I've got a Peloton bike just behind me. So actually I'll, I'll tend to just jump on there. It's right by my radiator as well. So it feels <laughs> like I'm summer training um, almost with that. So yeah, I, I, I'm not, I don't really use treadmills. I'm, yeah. Do you want to yeah. buy one? Is it blue? There's a great deal going the blue and black one. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's blue. I, if it was red, maybe. Come back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Al, as a, I mean, look, we know that we kind of turn to you as a a PT as well, but what's your thoughts on that? Using a a treadmill or doing some cross training instead? Yeah, well, I'll deal with the kind of ice and snow as well a little bit. And and I think it, it seems to be a bit of a British problem that we don't get it bad enough for us to then gear up for regularly running in the snow. Yeah. Because if you live in... Wisconsin or Oslo half your training you know you'll have to think about dealing with snow and ice and adverse weather conditions all the time but you'll 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 go out and buy the right kit and you'll invest the right money for you to be able to do it safely you know we get two days of snow possibly the whole transport network collapses (laughs) and then we're thinking you know that's my that's my spring marathon buggered because I can't go out for a run today um but if we had if we had it more regularly, I'm sure we'd adapt and we'd develop ways of, of coping. So putting that aside, I think the, the issue about supplementing your winter running with treadmills is about finding a purpose. Um, some would say there is some mental benefit of sitting on a treadmill, not sitting, perhaps that's what Toby <laughs> does, but running on a treadmill <laughs> two and a half hours, you know, without going anywhere. Um because that's a that's a mental battle, and and some people you know need to learn that struggle. Um, I would probably go the other way and go use the speed, 
use the heels, use the functionality of the treadmill to be able to build in some of those um, different kind of sessions that you might find not as easy to do, ironically, when you're out road running. So finding yeah. a hill at 8% incline, you don't really know. I don't measure it. it. It looks about right. And I'll run it for what I think is about the right amount of time. At least the treadmill, you can kind of regulate it. You can set your intervals. You can set your pace. And we know running on a treadmill is different to running on the road. But if you're trying to find that new gear and you're trying to find that new speed, the treadmill will give you an opportunity to feel it. Even if you can only yeah. hang on for 20 seconds, your brain is starting to go, oh, that's what it feels like. This is quite hard. And then you get jump off and you go and do the resistance training and you do the CrossFit and then perhaps you come back to it next week and have another go. So there's definitely a, a role for the treadmill. Um, but and a good balanced cardio resistance session in a gym will have a little bit of treadmill as well as hitting the weights and all the resistance stuff as well. So yeah. definitely use those opportunities when it really does look a bit yucky out there to, to, to find somewhere to go and, and, and do that cross training and build the treadmill into it as well. Yeah. I want to know if anyone's ever turned the treadmill up to like full pace to see if they can run Kipchoge speed and how long they've lasted. It's not so much that. It's remembering to check. Is it in miles or kilometres? <laughs> because you can come unstuck. And I've done that. You know, you're, this is really hard. I can't keep this pace up. And then you suddenly think, oh, I haven't actually checked. Because no one, you know, most people don't reset it, do they? They just walk no. away. You're lucky if you get it wiped down um, from every other person's sweat. <laughs> and then you have to remember Not to check it what incline and what pace am I going before I switch it on. So, yeah, yeah, as Toby said, you're you're really not selling that, if I'm honest, guys. But it, it does that's have the reality. A very good I'm point. Just telling it yeah. it <laughs> you do have very good, and and it is in, on the occasion of using my treadmill. It, <laughs> it is doing those sessions where you you sort of do you know a, a minute or 30, 30 seconds at a hard pace, and then drop it back. And then, you know, do a couple of minutes, you know, the interval sort of stuff. Because you say you can regulate what the paces are, but also it keeps it a bit more interested. Yeah. That thing of just going to do a 5K on a treadmill is just boring. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? At least you're thinking of, oh, okay, I've got 30 seconds left for this. Or you're dying at that point on the high session. So you're actually not interested at all. You're just trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. So using it for something different. So I think we've answered kind of your question in, but... Yes, supplementing it, but doing something different, not necessarily just going on there and slogging out a 16, 18, 20-mile run because, I mean, I just don't think I could ever. I could ever do it. I think I'd... <laughs> did you Did you see? I'm sure it was on, on the group. Someone did a marathon on a treadmill. Yeah, Emily right. Reed in um in Broxbourne. She, I think it was the year, it was like the COVID year or whatever, and I think, was she went to do Edinburgh, Toby? You might know, I can't remember. Was, I'm not, I think it was, It was. yeah, as, as we were coming out of COVID, I can't remember, but she, she missed one. But the only way she should, could do it, effectively, was on a treadmill at home. So she did, yeah. I mean, full kudos to her for that. I couldn't imagine. I think the mental battles on that must, be, in comparison to the yeah. actual marathon, yeah. must just be... And being fed the cake by her husband probably <laughs> helped, I mean. Oh, well, you're selling it now. Do you want a treadmill? <laughs> I'm <laughs> actually can you run a virtual marathon on a treadmill yeah one or it's distance isn't it i think that's what emily did oh it's probably going to depend on how good your garmin is at picking up you know my mm. garmin yeah, yeah. is is a bit rubbish and but it's not the garmin it's the gps being able to pick up what you're doing inside a, a big gym and stuff like that but yeah, yeah. there's the, yeah. You'll, you'll do the miles you'll do the time um obviously if you're if you're doing it for a medal and a challenge yeah. there might be rules and regulations that you know prohibit you using treadmills because obviously yeah. the treadmill turns for 26 miles you don't actually have, have to be on it as do you toby for 26 miles <laughs> you go off, make it depends what you calculate really, neighbors come back jump on again <laughs> do 5k come you know I feel like you've been watching me, Al. I'm a bit worried. <laughs> where is Al is more the question right now, right? As opposed to where you are, Tony. No, but the wallpaper looks similar. <laughs> I'm in New York. I wish I was, even with the, you know, it being minus or whatever. I wish I was out there, but no. Um, all right. So, look, what are 
what are we training for this winter? What's going on? So, Al, you said that you you can't. You've got fun stuff going on in December. So, fun stuff's going on in December. Um, still debating whether to sign up for the Brighton Marathon. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed that in twenty two, uh, yeah. and they've got a new course, so they've taken some of the boring bits away. But I never found it as bad as people made out about running around the power station. And I got my brother down there, and we go to Brighton a lot, so I just love the place. Um, yeah. And I found when I did run Brighton, the crowds were pretty good, um, so it, it felt like a big. Well, it is a big race; it's twenty thousand yeah. people, uh, and they have a. Um, a festival that weekend so they quite often have a 10k and a family run and, and stuff like that yeah. so it's it's a buzzy weekend um if i'm going to run a marathon in the spring that probably will be the only one so outside of that i've got a couple of halves i'm going to barcelona and vegas in February, march so i've kind of neglected those distances for the last two years in terms of training for them obviously yeah. I've, I've run a lot of those distances as part of training for a longer run yeah. So even though December's fun, there's still going to be a focus on trying to just just get back to something closer to my half marathon capabilities. So yeah. nice. it will be short and sharper um, and some interesting locations. So, yeah. again, I've done Barcelona before. It's always near my birthplace. That's that's fun. I've not been to Vegas. So that will be a new experience and oh. certainly running down the strip. Yeah. With a few other forties is are uh, I think gonna gonna be a good experience. So you'll have a, yeah, you'll have a great time. I am um, not to do the race that you did, but I ran down the strip this year, and um and even on my own, it was really early in the morning because it was so hot. But it was it was great fun. I ran up to see Elvis, get a picture, and came back again. So um I definitely rec- definitely recommend that for fun. And I thought I was going to be. I thought oh this is great. It's like six o'clock in the morning. There'll be no one there. I'll just get my picture. And there was still a massive queue of people waiting there. I was like, what's going on? So, um, so yeah. And Ben, what about you? What's uh, what's winter looking like? Uh, so, as we said, hearts half this weekend. And then towards the end of the, coming up to the end of the year, not really anything major planned. We've got quite a few local races. So we've got Hatfield five miler coming up, the Bunningford 10 miler, which is always a lovely, lovely race where, if you're there, you get to try my Christmas cake, uh, which we mentioned during the summer. Um, and then, yeah, early next year, I think my uh, my spring marathon's Manchester. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a few halves booked in, but mainly local races. Yeah. I'm being worked on to come to Barcelona. Hours, you know, Tony and Lloyd are yeah. persuading me. So I think I'll, um, I, I may join Oh, and I forgot there. Prague, because that's one of the super halves. So, yeah, yes, got that we, well. Yeah, God, yeah, Prague. we got Paphos at the start of March as well. Yeah, I've just loads of races booked in for the start of next but year. But Ben's so. picked up, and I think we've touched on this before, this time of year is actually a good time to search out your local races. I think we touched on it when we were talking about the price of some of the big majors mm. and how expensive it mm. can be. But because uh, the season kind of shrinks a little bit in terms of the big organised events, yeah. it's, it's time to get out and support your local races. You know, that's what we're doing Sunday. You know, it's sponsored yeah. by the local brewery down on the Suffolk coast, uh, running for a can of beer, which uh, <laughs> is always always an incentive. So there you go. There's your motivation, Ben. Um, I mean, I, I love that. And, you know, obviously we've got local to us. Uh, we've got ATW events and, you know, they are always... I mean, fully support those guys and most of the events that I've got booked up are are through ATW and, you know, get out and volunteer as well. And you get a free race entry, which is which is fantastic. So um, and there's loads of us Hartford and Broxbourne guys do it doing those. So come and meet us and run with us and chat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Toby, before I come to you, because you probably need time to think about if you're actually going to do any running, but um, Adam Drew's just said, and I think we've all run this actually, but uh, finally getting my run uh, to run my bucket list race at Landmarks next year was due to run in 2022, but had to pull out. Um, Would you say it's PB potential course? Yes. Um, Toby's saying no. I PB'd there, so I'm saying yes. It is hilly. It is not flat, right? Landmarks, everyone thinks London is flat. London is not flat. It rolls, right? And and landmarks twists and turns a lot. So it's not one where you go out and back um, or that you get a massive stretch of kind of straight, not until kind of 11 miles, where if you're done, you're done at that point anyway. So, um, but 
I think if you can get out early and you've got the right mindset, it can happen. So I say yes, but it's not an out and back and it's not a super flat one. There are other courses where you can probably go for it, but the weather does tend to be good and it's really well supported and it's just a brilliant race. So go out and enjoy it. And if you get the PB, great. If not, target another one. Um, it's good fun. Uh, you, you've, you've kind of touched on the points there that I was going to raise in terms of why I think it's not a PB course because, yeah. it, you know, the, the run up to Tower Hill, it's, it's quite tasty at mile 10, uh, yeah. if, not, if you haven't trained for it. It is quite twisty and you can yeah. get some kind of narrow spots. So you, you've kind of got to plan your race to kind of you know, avoid those bottlenecks. But probably the reason I'd say it's not a PB course, it's just a really fun race. Mm. There's so much out there on the course and there's so much to see. You know, perhaps don't waste that trip to London, you know, chasing a PB when actually take a couple of more minutes and, and really soak up the atmosphere. It's a, it's a brilliant day. As you say, it's normal. I think every time I've been there to either run it or support it, it's been glorious sunshine. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact um, it's quite often in April. Um, and the crowds come out and we get a good volunteering spot. We're quite often on the finish line as uh, 40 runs. So it's just a really good day out. So don't put the pressure on yourself to, to smash yeah. a PB and come away slightly disappointed. Just go out and enjoy a bloody good race and, and, yeah. and give it the, the marks for that reason alone. Exactly. Yeah. And Adam, you've like fully on in and seen all that. You smashed your running this year. I like how I like landmarks. I think if you're up the front, you could potentially PB, but but it's central London. Enjoy it. I love running in London. It's like it's kind of one of the really one, we're so lucky to be able to run in London. You know, people always say like the Mar- the London Marathon is one of the hardest to get into, like from living abroad. So the fact that we get to run like ten k's and stuff around London on closed roads, yeah. just just take it all in. Look at the sights. I, that would be my advice on that one. Yeah, Toby, we're doing still now? awake. <laughs> he's still thinking about if he's actually going to do any running or not. What's your? Let's go back to winter running. Let's kind of wrap up on it, and because we're nearly at the end, but. Okay, on winter running, what does it look like for you? What are you going to be doing or not doing? Eating? Take Eating? Yeah. Um, I don't know. To be honest, fair, I got a um, I got a fairly important, should I say, race or job to do. We're coming into the beginning of next year, which I can't divulge any more information on. I'm afraid. Um, so you know, I've got that to consider. Um, next year. And over the winter, yeah, I'm just going to try and run, really. That's, that's kind of, if I do that, I think I've improved. Um, and then I've got um, potentially potentially Manchester coming up in spring, which obviously spring, but that involved the winter training. Um, so we'll see about that. But I can't really mention much more than that for next year. No, you are. What, what about you, Sabrina? Always. Um, I, what am I going to do this winter? I... I'm going to do some shorter stuff. No, I'm not doing Manchester. I'm not doing a spring marathon. Um, I am. I'm buying a bike. I need to get out on a bike because I'm yeah. doing ride 100. So I'm going to use this kind of. It's getting colder. It's getting darker, right? And I'm. I'm really fortunate. I'm really lucky. Um, and I said this before that I get to get out and run with my friends. And whether it's at the satellite groups that I obviously coach at two times a week, or, or the weekends. And like yesterday was terrible weather, but I got out with Sai in the morning for a few miles so I'm going to continue to do that but I'm going to concentrate on some of the short stuff and um I found that last year I I ran some 10k's and a half pretty well come early in the year so I'm going to think about those for the spring rather than thinking about a marathon think about the bike when it's not a yeah it's not pouring with rain or, or really icy and wet and, and maybe actually try and start swimming because I realized on holiday when I was in the pool that I think I think I was told it's like Swimming the serpentine is 128 lengths of a normal size pool. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. There is no way I could swim 128 lengths right now. And then I had this thought that you're just in the middle of a lake and you can't actually hold on, you can't touch the floor and you can't stop. So um, I think I need to start start doing some swimming. You need to start. <laughs> yeah, I did have that thought as well. Sorry? Like, you're scaring me now because we've got Ride 100 together. We're doing swim serpentine and I'm like just thinking about running and now I'm like, oh no. Yeah. So, what distance have you signed up to? Because there's different distances at Swim Serpentine, isn't there? Yes, it's not opened yet, but the aim is to do two miles because to I want to do the it. full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm getting a t-shirt done 
I haven't got anyone to do it yet, but I've cheered all three classics this year. So I was at London Marathon, I was at Ride 100, and I managed to get 20 minutes and see Nettie at the Serpentine. Wow. So I think that's, it's got to be a medal or at least a T-shirt for that, isn't there? Yeah, um, that's fair. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking of doing this. So, so yeah. I know it won't involve much winter training, but the observation was is, you know, I think once you get going on your swimming and you, you get over that fear of the open water, uh, it looks like it's going to be a blast. And you get to wear a rubber suit that's got added buoyancy. Yeah. So you won't sink. So everyone tells me you won't sink. Yeah. <laughs> Would you yeah, like to so- <laughs> I just wonder if you have to do it in a boat. <laughs> I can sell my marshalling and get a boat. boat. Toby, there are boats out there marshalling it. So. Are you allowed to hit people with the paddle? Probably not. No. <laughs> don't don't give Chris ideas. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so well, I think I'm going to use the winter just to do to try and do some of the other bits of stuff actually, and just because I think my bit is look, I can I can swim not at that level, but I can swim and I can can ride a bike ish. Um, but it's about a confidence thing for me with those other bits, and I do think. It will benefit the running and so yeah, probably a run or less two less a week, but doing some other stuff hopefully. Um let's see. And Adam Drew, I will not be doing Manchester. I might end up in Manchester supporting, but I will not be running Manchester. That is a fact. I'm telling did you, you went, I'm saying now. Did you enter the I, Berlin ballot? I'm not talking about Berlin, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about we're not talking about Berlin. We're not talking about any marathons. I've got no do you know when you're like No. No, 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 no. I don't no. think next year. I think I think ne- next year we do them all separately. Yes, and then the year, year after you can put it all together. No, it's how I said you, me, me, or just you. So any of you, just not me. any of our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for any of our listeners, you can all you can all go for a triathlon. I am. Um, it is funny though. I'm not going to say this. Well, I'm going to say it. But someone said to me, and I saw somebody that I know did like a half Ironman, and I thought. Hold on, if you can run a half and you can swim and you can cycle, can you could you do it? Like, could we do it? And then I thought, stop the thought there, Sabrina. Just just stop thinking about stupid things. So have you signed no. up? No. I'm gonna I wait can for sign you. To you, up if you want. No, no, no. I actually need to learn to like get in the open water. But it is something you think, oh, in a couple of years actually, just to do something a bit different. But ultras hard work isn't it petra keeps telling me they're really fun but i just Apparently, miles. It's the whole way round. Right. yeah you, you take the pace down and you take the calorie intake up didn't you and basically that's how you get round. that's that the thing that sells it to me me yeah <laughs> um, my name all over it yeah. <laughs> but anyway what's going on this weekend who's doing what anything fun Ben, where are you? You're at Hearts Heart. You're part running tomorrow? Uh, yeah, Rickmansworth Park run tomorrow with uh, the two Tracys. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, Hearts Half on Sunday. All right. Al, are you out and about? Yeah, so um, running to Park Run tomorrow to be funnel manager. So that's a new experience oh. for me. We're supporting Jason Skilton, who's the Surrey Satellite lead. He's, he's doing his first race director at Ipswich oh. Park Run tomorrow. And then Sunday, off to Southwold, um, Agnum's Brewery, 10K. Uh, really hard to get into, but I think that's because despite the wooden medals, um, you know, they do put on hospitality. You are running for a beer and it's it's a lovely town. It will be wet and it will be muddy and it will be puddly. But as I said, that's part yeah. of the fun. So I've got my old trainers out and I don't care if I trash them. <laughs> I'll just chuck them in the bin afterwards if uh, they don't survive. Are um, they white? Of course they are. Well, they're, they're kind of greyish now. Were. They were white. <laughs> they but were yeah. white. Um, and Ty, what about you? I can't really comment, but it will involve them running. All right, we'll find out. What about you, Sabrina? Um, I am going on an adventure tomorrow. I don't know where. I will be running, I believe, a park run somewhere. TBC. I'm not being secretive. I don't know. It's been planned on my behalf. I'm just told what time I'm being picked up. So I'll let you all know afterwards. Um, but before we leave, I do want to say huge, huge shout out to everyone. Well, first of all, it's running out this weekend and doing stuff. Jason, who's obviously doing his first RD um, stint as well. Um, but to the guys over in New York. So we saw Chris earlier, but obviously we know Hayden, Louise and Marissa. There's loads of them out there. Um, please have fun. Please be safe. Enjoy it. Um, 
we will be tracking you and obviously Hayden who is one of our lovely co-hosts is going to get his six star and I could not be I think I speak on behalf of all of us and everyone in the community because he is such a kind of a pillar of, of our community and he, he does so much for everybody else and just I think we are bursting with excitement and pride for for him to get that medal on Sunday so um yeah go out there and enjoy it and we can't wait uh, to see the pictures of him with that medal um honestly I feel like I'm so excited and I'm not even running and I'm like this is yeah I will be tracking for three hours and whatever just watching him kind of get round so we know when that when that picture is coming so um yeah huge huge shout out to, to everyone that's out there um Thank you again to our sponsors at Sketchers. Um, head over to sketchers.co.uk. Chris, hopefully that was better for you this time. Uh, start fitness, use the code 40 runs for 10%. I just don't all. Toby remember to press record, otherwise we're all in trouble. We've got to come back. <laughs> yeah. This is rehearsal. <laughs> Um, and obviously go, do go to the YouTube channel 40 Runs uh, hit subscribe on that and um, if you are kind enough please do leave us a review as well you can find us on Spotify, Amazon, Apple all of the kind of major um, uh, podcast providers so thank you everyone thank you for listening and we will see you next week take care well cheers Bye. everyone Le- remember where the button is I've done it for a while this one you did it too quick we'll just freeze <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.